Hello, this is Rev. Dr. Trinity. Thank you for dropping into my blog and podcast, Our Cosmic Political Landscape, on the Politics of the Times. My Inner Spirit Healing Talks are offered to show you the metaphysical currents behind today's politics and understanding the what and the why these things are happening. In light of the impending midterm elections next month and the many controversies brewing around it, the theme for this podcast is Lying, Cheating, and Bullying, an American Norm Since Our Founding. First, we begin with grounding ourselves. Let's close our eyes and take a deep breath. And now in your mind's eye, bring up earth energy through your feet and gather all your body's stress. And with your out breath, send that, all that stress down and out, back down to Mother Earth. Send it through your grounding cord at the base of your spine between your legs. Let's do that again. Breathe up earth energy, gather your stress, and then send it down through your grounding cord between your legs, back down to Mother Earth. In and out. In and out. Now, from the top of your head, breathe in cosmic energy from the universe into your body, down through your body to the base of your spine where it mixes with earth energy, and now send the mixture up of earth energy and cosmic energies out through the top of your head and your hands like a fountain. Let's do that again. In and out. In and out. Now breathe in earth energy and cosmic energy at the same time. Naturally, easily, and effortlessly. This is how and why we are simultaneously connected both to the earth below and the cosmos above and experience ourselves as individual beings, yet part of something greater than ourselves, something universal. Now slowly, open your eyes. Every month, there is a new moon and full moon, and every two weeks, therefore, we have the opportunity to ride these powerful cosmic energies, to flow with the forces that move our world, universe, galaxy, and multi-galaxies, in all dimensions, in a never-ending process of life. By going with the flow of the new and full moons, you can make choices that complement these movements instead of being unaware of these forces and thus remain confused, angry, stuck, or closing your eyes and wishing it to be all over. I want to address the growth of divisiveness and thuggery in American politics. Let's first do some American political history basics. Everyone in this country is very well aware of the vocal and vociferous divisiveness that characterize today's politics. Yes, that is an outstanding characteristic of the quality, tenor, and tone of our political exchanges. And yes, I agree that it has gotten so out of hand that the general rule of civil, civic engagement, meaning arguing with each other over substance and issues, is instead taking second or even third seat to name-calling, insulting, and outright lying. And while this incivility, hostility, and complete unfairness is a sad, dismal affair, our hand-wringing about it distracts us from the truth. What truth is that? From the beginning, and at pivotal points in our American history, our society has always been very politically divided over substantive issues. Such divisive American politics, like the recent 
48-50 Senate vote confirming Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court stems from our own American founding history. Take, for example, William Franklin, son of Benjamin Franklin, one of the most prominent American patriots and a founding father of the U.S. William Franklin was a steadfast loyalist who supported the British throughout the American Revolutionary War by organizing military units to fight on the British side. Between father and son, their differences were irreconcilable. At the end of the war, William went into exile in Britain and lived in London until his death. So, disagreeing and splitting over politics can and have throughout American history divided people, families, countries, and continents from each other. So, don't throw up your hands and give up at the divisiveness we are seeing today. Yes, it is unfortunate, but again, and especially in regards to today's political struggles, what we need to keep clear is the content of the politics itself. But then, you ask, what about all the pushing, lying, and bullying, and outright violence over these disagreements? Is this going too far? Yes, of course it is. The Charlottesville, South Carolina, Unite the Right white supremacist rally last year, and yesterday's shooting at a Pittsburgh Jewish synagogue that killed 11 people, is waging political struggle on another and worse level. But politically motivated violence, unfortunately, is also an integral part of our American history and politics. In the founding of this country, the Sons of Liberty, best known for leading the Boston Tea Party, was a secret paramilitary organization formed in 1765 to advance the rights of European colonists in America. The Sons have been enshrined in our history as the epitome of American patriotism. But for what? For stealing onto cargo ships, dressed as Indians to put the blame on them instead, and dumping out tea worth more than $700,000 in today's dollar. Most Americans now think laughingly about the Tea Party incident, but the Sons of Liberty were not about fun and games. They stockpiled arms, shot, and gunpowder, and recruited thugs to use force, intimidation, mob rule, and the tactics of fear and violence to accomplish their political ends. Look it up yourself. The Sons led mobs that attacked, destroyed, and looted the homes of their British and Loyalist opponents, especially tax collectors, and held the people hostage and, in some cases, subjected them to threaten or threatened them with tarring and feathering. These were not publicity stunts where no one got hurt. Tarring and feathering was an infamous medieval torture practice of public humiliation brought over from Europe. Weapons, force, and violence were used. It was all very, very real. The victim was stripped naked or to the waist, then held down while hot tar, meaning 140 degrees centigrade, is poured on, followed by web feathers stuck to the tar. This third-degree burn was severe and deep, and its removal entailed scraping off the tar, leaving red, raw, and bleeding skin throughout. This kind of 
unofficial mob rule justice did not end in this country with the American Revolution, but was employed throughout for those seen as threatening to established political and cultural views, such as labor organizers, German immigrants, and Catholic priests. Most famously was Joseph Smith, founder of the Mormons, or Latter-day Saints movement, who was dragged from his home during the night of March 24, 1832, by a group of men who stripped, beat, and tarred and feathered him. Drawing on this American legacy of political thuggery, then, it is not surprising that paramilitary white nationalist hate groups have grown astoundingly in the number and influence in the past decade. In all, the, all in the name of protecting America. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, the latest count is over 950 such groups, with white supremacist movement and neo-Nazi groups seeing the greatest growth, 22% in the past year alone. It is the same brutish legacy behind President Teddy Roosevelt's 1900 foreign policy of, quote, speaking softly but carrying a big stick, unquote. Or, as I wrote in a previous blog in 1939, America did not allow the docking of a shipload of 900 Jewish refugees fleeing Nazi persecution. This is no different than President Trump's ICE policy of separating children from their parents seeking asylum at the U.S.-Mexico border, many of which who have not yet been reunited. These policies were enacted in the name of quote-unquote, protecting American interests. In all cases, fear of the foreign other was weaponized, literally. What does this history spotlight mean? By being ignorant of, masking over, or just plain forgetting that thuggery is an integral part of our founding history, we Americans have a very immature and distorted version of American history and politics one which omits the means of brutality while naming its violent ends as patriotic and American. What was the purpose of dropping two atomic bombs in Japan, which was already in retreat and losing the war? Ta-da! America had the biggest, most deadliest weapon and used it. In that single instant, America became the number one world superpower, and President Trump has publicly threatened several times to use it again. The result? We stand shocked, aghast, with our hands wringing, and most importantly, politically disarmed, when we see such thuggery rise again. We are completely unprepared and remain unprepared in disbelief, and, more importantly, in resignation, as if there is nothing we can do about it. Why is this important, and how does this connect with what we can do today, politically? In regards to today's political struggles, political divisiveness and thuggery are setbacks, and we need to draw upon our inner courage to call for a return to civility and peace. Yet know that we must keep our eyes on the content of the politics at stake itself. So, back to history again. The 1776 American Revolutionary War for Independence by the colonists against Britain did not have the full support of all the colonists, 
or even at times the majority of the colonial populace. But more importantly, the political yearnings for freedom of black people was never a serious consideration. Despite the grand, inspiring words of our own Declaration of, of Independence that proclaimed, quote, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, unquote. It never meant women or people of color. These were not benign omissions. In fact, the political future of the black slave population was a critical part of the political debate. Not for their freedom, but rather for the continuation of slavery itself. It was the British, in fact, who offered freedom to any black man who joined the British military to fight against the colonists. Approximately 20,000 black runaway slaves served in the British forces, while only 5,000 served in the American Continental Army. When America won the War of Independence, former slaves who had fought for the British had to be returned to their masters or financial compensation paid in their stead. Slavery was debated among the Founding Fathers, but because of the establishment and commercial success of the original colonies was based on the slave economy itself, America had made a deal with the devil at its very founding, and we have been living with this self-blinding, closed-hearted legacy ever since. In my opinion, this is why our politics are so polarized. Because the foundational truths and values we failed to honor then can no longer be buried. Look at all the thousands of global Me Too survivors who have risen up to speak their truth. Whether the assailants have been or ever will be held accountable, the new age of Aquarius, the dawning of peace and harmony, is upon us. Truth itself is breaking down the hierarchies of class, race, gender, and sexuality powers established and maintained over thousands of years before now. These long-buried but not forgotten truths are rising to the forefront and confronting each of us by the political choices we make today, tomorrow, and the day after, and the next day after that, on and on and on and on. How can we accept and reconcile with such a sordid past? Yes, it is important to learn the truth of our past, but more importantly, to recognize them, not only as political wrongs, which they are, but also deep spiritual wounds, gaps, pockmarks, bruises, abrasions, cuts, stabs, in some cases, near-fatal blows to our moral character. As with anything done wrong that must be righted, it begins with knowing the truth. And that truth is we, American people, are sorely ignorant of our own history. While established on lofty, inspiring goals, we have applied them unfairly, discriminatorily, and with prejudice, favoring a moneyed, ruling elite over all else including the very earth we stand on. Yes, there were politicians, clergy, business people, pilgrims, farmers, soldiers, sailors, men and women 
from all classes among the colonies. Yes, they also founded a more democratic society inspired by values of freedom, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And yes, they and all their descendants benefited from the natural wealth and resources that was the bounty of America. But to do so, they stole the land, lives, and future of all the millions of indigenous people already here, then enslaved more millions of African people to create the commercial crops they built on those stolen lands. This is why the ideology of racism was created, to mentally justify theft, genocide, and enslavement. The original 13 colonies of America, which became the United States of America, was created through acts of selfishness, hatred, brutality, violence, and genocide. Our country was created and built on this foundation. This is the truth, the deep, dark, and open spiritual wound behind all our dilemmas. But once we, as a country, begin by acknowledging what we really did, what we failed to do before, what we thought was good for all but really only benefited few, then, through self-forgiveness coupled with actions to right such wrongs, these spiritual wounds will begin to heal and the political, economic, social, and cultural understandings necessary to transform the world that we have built will follow. It will likely take another hundred years to do so, but the time has come and the transformation is unfolding. The choice to begin this process is a simple yes. Though the journey will be unimaginably difficult, together all is possible. So let's end this podcast with a short meditation. Take off your shoes if you can. Shake out your hands and arms. Take a deep breath. Close your eyes and count slowly while you're breathing. And now bring to your mind and heart a current problem of yours. The most personal or important, the better. Keeping this in mind and rubbing your hand in a circle over your heart. Say yes to yourself as I say out loud. May I be well, happy, and peaceful. May no harm come to me. May no difficulties come to me. May I always meet with success. May I also have the strength, courage, and determination to meet and overcome the problems, disappointments, and failures inevitable in life. Now, with this attention on yourself, feel yourself filled with strength, courage, and determination, and lots of it. Let that be your inner being. Feel the warmth that comes with courage. Feel the confidence that comes with strength. Feel the peacefulness that comes with determination. And see ahead. This year, next year, decades and decades and decades ahead. In other words, 
you are on the sea of life. It will be rocky waves and they will hit you, but you can swim. You also have yourself in your boat. You also know how to steer yourself and where you're going. Strength, courage, and determination. Now take a big breath and extend all those feelings to all beings, all plants, all animals, all minerals, and all elements in all places, spaces, and times. And now say to yourself, as I say out loud, may we all be well, happy, and peaceful. May no harm come to us. May no difficulties come to us. May we always meet with success. May we also have the strength, courage, and determination to meet and overcome the problems, disappointments, and failures inevitable in life. Now take one slow, deep breath. And with a deep bow, just say yes to yourself as I say, May we all have unconditional acceptance of each other. May we all accept things just as they are. And this moment is just as it is. Now take a deep breath of gold energy from the top of your head. Breathe it into your body. Bend over. Let the excess energy come out the top of your head. Touch the ground with your hand if you can. And when you're ready, sit up and open your eyes. Where do you go from here? If you like my talk and meditation and want to be part of our circle of fellow travelers, we offer mentorship, training, and healing through various inner beauty healing programs and and memberships. Lastly, at any time, you can go to our website and sign up for our free newsletter. You'll receive our complimentary new moon and full moon podcast and get the latest Cosmic Politics podcast and blog. Go to our site, Inner Beauty Healing US, that is www.innerbeautyhealing.us. See yourself from the inside out and become empowered in your grace, beauty, and strength. Blessings. <laughs>